Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. And welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with the one, the only, the bright, the shiny, the sunny Larry Levine. How's it going, man? It's going. It, you know, we, we I, I, for some reason, why do we always do these on Friday afternoons, our podcasts? I, I always, you know, I know. I, actually, I look forward to it. it it's, a, it's a great way to wind down the week is podcasting on a Friday. I just absolutely love it. Well, it's, it is good. And you know, by the end of the week, there's always something to talk about, right? (laughs) (laughs) Doing all the conversations and all the training and, and the reading, there's always something good to talk about in a Friday afternoon. So we're glad you've joined us this week. If you're new to the Selling from the Heart podcast, welcome. You've joined a community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being real, doing the hard work. We call it Selling from the Heart. And for those of you who are returning, thank you for coming back. We're glad you're here. We love hearing from everybody. Connect with us on LinkedIn and at Sell From Heart on Twitter. And uh, we'd love to keep that conversation going. And if you were here last week, (laughs) if you missed last week's podcast, I feel bad for you. Hit pause, go back. If you need a laugh, go back and uh, listen to Larry share uh, Yiddish words like kvetching, and uh, boy, and ch- and, ch- and tchotchkes. And <laughs> it was good. I learned a lot last week. I did, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun. But I tell you what, it kind of hits you in the gut too, because uh, you know what? And and sometimes as sales professionals, I think we need a cold glass of water in the face every so often uh, just to wake up. And I think the cold glass of water this week. Uh, because we're not going to have an episode without delivering a cold glass of water in the face, right? <laughs> is is thinking about what we're talking about and do our prospects really give a rip? And Larry, you introduced me to a book that is uh, really kind of rocking my world uh, called Building a Story Brand. Uh, how did you come across this book? What a phenomenal book. Actually, uh I'll tell you what, this is the one person who turned me on to, and you're not going to believe who it was. Okay. It was Mike Garrison. Really? Yeah. And so I was talking to Mike Garrison. This goes back months and months ago, Daryl. Yeah. And he goes, you have to check this book out. You just have to read this book. And so I go, oh, yeah, 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 right. I'll get around it with the stacks of other books. Right. And so finally, uh, I made it a point because when it get, when it when it gets around holiday season, I just I ramp up reading the books because you, know, you get a little bit extra downtime, right? And that was one of the books, and I read that. I picked the book up, and I actually had a hard time putting it down. That I just ate. Do you know the nice thing about it is, I found that a lot of what's in that book is aligned to what we're what we're talking about. It's aligned to how. I like to work with salespeople. It's aligned to how I worked with my clients and my prospects when I was actually out in the field carrying a quota. Yeah. So let me set this up because I feel the same way. I can't put this book down and, and it's a marketing book. 
but you know, as sales, sales reps, as sales professionals, we're mini marketers anyways, but, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, really, uh, it's so easy just to put yourself, uh, as a sales professional in the seat of what they're talking about our companies and talking about the, uh, the brand that we bring out to the, the marketplace, but the anchor for this whole book and this is what I, what I want to bring to our, our attention today and what I want us to unpack is the number one principle of all of this is that the customer is the hero, not you. <laughs> well, it, and, it, and it's so true. And, but, but, here's, but here's the hardest thing. Yeah. And, and this is what I find more difficult than anything is as sales reps, we're not, we're not taught how to market ourselves. So what are we taught how to do? Unfortunately, if you go, if we throw our old school thinking on, everyone thinks that we must talk about us and we must talk about how great our companies are. Right. Things like right. that. And that's fine, you know, but that's for a point way down the road somewhere. Maybe. Yeah. But I think it's the exact opposite. Right. And, and I look at, I mean, I've said this before, and, and I was I was talking with you about this earlier. Is is when I'm when I am doing a marketing strategy review for somebody, and I look at their marketing, I can tell you exactly what it's going to say. Nine times out of ten, it says me, 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 me. Yeah. I'm so great, and and then it goes you, you know. And and my response is always, if you want to make this awesome, if you want to make this message awesome, then flip it on its head say you, 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 you're, you're, you're the hero, your challenges, your goals, your frustrations, and then how we can help put the client first in the conversation. And that goes for marketing, but it also goes for, for sales communications as well. Yeah. But then, but then here's the question is why do you think sales reps have such a difficult time doing it? <laughs> I'm just laughing. I was, I was <laughs> in a sales training uh, session recently and um, we were talking about getting attention with uh, business owners in, in SME, you know, type businesses. And uh, it was a technology group. I put up on the screen the top five concerns of business owners um, as, as uh, done by a research. I don't even remember who it was, but it was, you know, it was, it was a research uh, with 1,500 small business owners and uh, the number one, two, or th- I think it was maybe third concern on that list was healthcare expenses. And so I'm in front of a room of technology sales professionals, and one of them very innocently raised their hand and goes, Why do we care about healthcare expenses? We don't sell healthcare, we don't sell health insurance. And uh, I said, Well, do you want to get attention with a business owner? Yes. Well, what do you think you should be talking about? I mean, Dale Carnegie, you know, you can blow the dust off your old uh, how to win friends and influence people. He says the number one thing that people want to talk about is what? Themselves, right? Yep. Uh, the, 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 the second thing near and dear to a, a business owner's heart is they want to talk about their business. Uh, but here's the problem. The number one thing we want to talk about as sales professionals is what? ourselves, right? On our companies. We want to talk about how great we are. And people go, I don't care. I'm busy thinking about myself. And uh, this is where this book story brand has really started rocking my world. And you got to check this out because he said, look, you know, in any successful, he, he uses a parallel of movies and this guy used to be a screen 
screenplay writer, which is really, really cool. Um, he said, there is a formula for every great movie. It doesn't matter. There's a formula where there is a uh, hero and that hero has a challenge and the challenge and they, and they get a guide and they follow the guide's advice and either goes poorly or it goes uh, well. If it goes poorly, everything falls apart. If it goes well, they get Nirvana. But the reality is in every good story. And, and, and he says, if a movie doesn't follow this pattern, guess what happens to it? Well, it, it's doomed. Dude, right? it's, it's doomed because I, I'm the same way. If, if within the first 15, 20 minutes, I'm not hooked into a movie. Bingo. I disengage. So it's, it's, it's no different. It's, it's absolutely no different if we throw our sales hat on because because I got into a great conversation actually this morning with somebody and we were just talking about, you know, what verticals they call in. Yeah. And this person went on to say, you know, these are the two or three verticals that I call in. And I said, well, okay, what are some of the issues and challenges that you're having calling into these verticals? Mm-hmm. Capturing the attention of the people I want to have a conversation with. I said, okay, so let's flip this one on its head. Mm-hmm. Why not start consuming the content that they consume. And there was dead silence on the phone. He goes, well, what do you mean by that? And I said, why don't you spend some time and research the issues and the challenges these people have? In other words, if I, if I throw my hat on, right? right. So I'm a, I'm a sales rep and I'm trying to sell something to you, Daryl. And, and you happen to be in the, I don't know, pick a space. I'm going to be a doctor. I'll be a medical, medical okay, so, business. So, so you're, you're a medical doctor. So like that. then a smart sales professional is going to start reading what? Journals about what's journals. going on in healthcare. Yeah. Right. Healthcare. They're going to start reading healthcare journals. Yeah. They're going to start reading, you know, medical journals. They're going to start reading. Pay attention to the business of, of, uh, for, yeah. For, for one simple reason is a, you're going to learn something, but more importantly, you can use some of this to get in that. I can use some of this to get in a conversation with you. Well, because so that's we, the whole we thing, all, right? Right. But we all know that nothing happens. Daryl, I'm not even going to get to a point of selling you something unless I get engaged in some kind of conversation and why not help educate you and say, Hey, Daryl, you know what? I just saw, I just saw a great HIPAA article around dot, dot, dot. Well, that's the beauty of the whole thing is so, it's actually really the, the, I, the, 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 the process of getting attention like we've never gotten before is actually really simple. It's to take the focus off ourselves and put the focus on, on the prospect. To stop making ourselves and our company and our products the hero, it's to make the client the hero. And we step into the role as being the guide. And yeah. It, what's in that training that you're like, why do we want to talk about healthcare? We don't sell health insurance. We don't sell benefits. Well, here's why. Easy, easy connection. This is top of mind to the business owner. Ask them what they're doing to offset the rising healthcare expenses. Okay. So most of the business, Larry, I'm curious, most of the business owners I'm talking to, their healthcare costs are going through the roof. What's that like in your business? Yeah. Boom. Right. And now, now I'm talking and you go, why would you want to talk about that? You sell technology, not healthcare. Easy. Because eventually I'm going to say, Larry, what do you do? And, you know, I'm curious what you're doing to offset the rising cost of healthcare. I mean, it's, something's got to give somewhere, right? Yeah. And then we can have a conversation about technology or, or whatever, whatever I'm 
selling, but we begin the conversation about technology and the person sitting there going, I don't want to talk about technology. I'm stressed out because I just got the bill for, you know, my 2018 health premiums for my company just went up 20%. Yeah. And we wonder why we don't get any attention. Well, well, uh, okay. You know, here, here's another example. And as, as I'm listening <laughs> to what you're saying, because you, I'm like, okay, so you're, you're going to follow me with this one, Daryl. I got and, it. And so there's going to be people that are still going to listen to this and they're going to go, all right, this is a bunch of hogwash, right? I can guarantee it. That's okay. So let's make it even more easy for people to understand. Okay. Let's relate this to dating. Because quite frankly, isn't what we do as sales professionals, if we're, you know, if we're prospecting for new business, aren't we dating? Aren't we business dating? We've even talked about it before. We are, absolutely. So if I'm in through the courtship and there's going to be listeners I know who are married, <laughs> right? Or they've been on dates, they got boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever. But if you go out on a date, okay, and all you talk about is yourself, right? What do you think happens? Well, I can guarantee you, you're going to get stuck with a check and you're not getting another date. Right. So you ask questions about the other person so you can learn more about them to get engaged in a more meaningful conversation that lends itself to what? Hopefully another second date, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, I use something simple like this to prove a point that sales is tough just to begin with. Mm-hmm. But what makes it even tougher is, is when we put the, you know, the egos and we, we bring the egos in and all we talk about is us. Because mm-hmm. quite frankly, that's the biggest way to get disengaged is talk about us, our products, how great we are and things like that. Well, and here's the bottom. The, the reality is we've got to understand what our prospects want. And, you know, that means zooming out past the little narrow focus of what we do. Because here, here's the deal. The moment a prospect engages with us, they're immediately asking the question, can, can Larry help me get what I want? Well, I mean, it's even further, you know, exactly. And it's also, why should I continue having a conversation with you? Right. Because can, will Larry help me get what I want? Yeah. Right. And, and that's the, that's the thing we've got to, you know, as, as sales professionals, we've got to really, um, we got to stop trying to be the hero and start being the guide. And we've got to listen. Uh, we, we, that's the other thing on a date, right? <laughs> the same thing. If, if all you do is talk and you never listen, how, you're not getting that second date either. We've got to listen and we've got to pay attention to what is actually important to that other, that other person. And, um, man, I'm, I'm so animated by, by this, uh, this, this book, he says in here in the first chapter, he says, when you define something your customer wants, the customer is invited to alter their story in your direction. If they see your brand as a trustworthy and reliable guide, they'll likely engage. Or from a sales perspective, if they see you as a trustworthy and reliable guide that can help them get what they want, they'll engage. But we've got to start the conversation of really around what do you want? You know, what, what does this person want? And I think you start to get some clues around that. If you're in the B2B space, like you said earlier about, you know, if you're selling into a specific uh, vertical market, horizontal application, you start to get clues about what people want, right. Um, In terms of reading journals. But I think it maybe goes a little deeper than that 
uh, because everyone's got kind of that those business level wants, but there's also those personal level wants as well and beginning to understand what that person's really aiming at. You know, a real cheesy example is, you know, from back in the, the early days of sales training is, well, Larry wants to spend more time on the golf course, right? It, it, but it's a little more sophisticated than that. But, you know, there's business level desires, there's personal desires, and we've got to understand um, and take the time to ask and listen so that we can, we can associate ourselves, our personal brand with what our prospects want, even if in the, in the example earlier of rising healthcare expenses and dealing with that, um, you know, even if, even if it's not directly related to what we do, because we can probably make an indirect bridge of some kind, but without it, we don't get any attention. Well, I know, I know that Daryl and, and, you know, I'm sitting there going, wow, you know, being in sales my whole entire life. And I'm going, you know, I, I started listening to this and then I started seeing all the struggles that are out there. And I think it's even deeper than that. And, you know, not, not going to go psychology on you, but I, I think the other thing is, is salespeople in general, straight across the board, don't understand their own story. Yeah. They don't, they don't even understand how to articulate it. So if you don't even understand your story and if you don't, if you can't even articulate your story, it's going to be hard for you even to have a normal conversation with somebody around how you can help them. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Well, this is good. And, and I think, you know, the, the takeaway on all of this is, uh, you know, we've, and, and I really challenge everybody to listen to podcasts, Google story brand and, and get a copy of this book, start reading it. So I have a sneaking suspicion we'll be talking about it a little bit over the months to come. Uh, but, but the real, real issue here is who's the hero? You know, is your prospect the hero of this story or are you the hero of this story? And are you going to have the, the humility to go, you know what? I, I really actually don't want to be the hero. I want to be the guide. I want to be the, you know, I want to be the Obi-Wan Kenobi to the Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I want to <laughs> be the guide that, that helps client get what they want. And boy, there's so much, so much to this, but at the bottom, the bottom line, I think, you know, is, is very, very simple at, at, at a very practical level. It's pausing in these conversations with our clients, with our prospects at networking events and asking questions with genuine curious intent about, you know, Larry, what do you, what do you want? And you can't necessarily say, what do you want? But asking questions like, Hey, Larry, what are you most excited about right now? Uh, you know, what, what's going on in your, your business or your personal life? If, you know, if that's appropriate that you're most excited about right now, um, I'm curious, dot, dot, dot. And, and really taking the time to listen and, um, and begin to understand what that other person wants, because, until we associate our personal brand, ourselves, um, our relationship with helping that person get what they want, guess what? Until we do that, it's not really going anywhere. No. If the person just has a total pressing need and sees you as their only avenue to acquire something, which, you know, that, that still exists somewhat, not very much anymore in the world of the internet. But instead, we need people that that uh, we need we need that that status of trusted advisor, um, that status of 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 being somebody that our clients look at and go, I think Larry could help me get what I want. 
whatever that is. And, and that's a totally different, different thing than, than the adversarial relationship of, well, Larry's, you know, the salesperson, I keep using you, but, uh, the, the salesperson is trying to, you know, it's adversarial. The salesperson is trying to get everything they can. I'm trying to get everything I can. Why don't we flip that in terms of really having that conversation with our prospects about what they're trying to accomplish in their business and what they want and learn about it, whether or not it's directly or whether or not it feels like it's directly related to the specific things that we're selling. Well, yeah, but I mean, even it even goes deeper than that is I, I think the reason why salespeople are going to struggle with this mm-hmm. so much is, I mean, we could ping it back to the root cause of this is prospecting, but <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, it is, <laughs> but, but here's the thing is that, you know, as I mean, you're just, I mean, you're throwing some really straight, great stuff at me, by the way, but here's the thing. How many conversations are people getting into that don't revolve around selling, right? And, and I, think that, I think that's the big key. And I was, I was really listening in and trying to zoom in on what you were saying. I'm like, and I'm putting my sales manager's hat on, right? Right, yeah. You know, okay, well, here, I'm a salesperson, right? I'm having all these conversations. At what point are these conversations going to flip into sales? Right. And that's, yeah, and, and that's the delicate balance because I haven't gotten to a conversation about this today with somebody is how many, how many conversations as a sales rep involved with net new meetings, current client meetings, and then how many conversations are they just getting themselves engaged into by just building relationships with people? Right. And, and, and I think, ah, man, it, it, but it's gotta be both, right? I mean, well, it's gotta be both. You've got to have relationships, but out of those relationships, yeah, that's where you, where you begin to 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 have a level of trust to be able to go. Okay, Larry, this is what you want. What's standing in the way of it? You know, and and to begin to then take that role of the guide to be able to say, okay, well, let me help you. Let me help you with that. If it's something that I do, I'll help you with it. If it's not something I do, guess what? I'm going to find somebody in my network and introduce you to them. So even, even if I'm not able to personally benefit from your challenge right now, if it's not related to me down the road, I will still have that trusted advisor position that when you do need something that's related to what I do, you will probably engage me. And not only that, when you run into somebody, since I helped you out, you'll probably help me out. Well, and, 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 and that's the, and that's the magic behind it because I'm going to challenge the listeners out there is how many people will actually just do what you just said. And unfortunately there's very few because we're always, you know, we're always trying to sell something to somebody and it's that salesperson who can take a step back and say, you know what? I honestly, I don't think I can help you with this, but I know somebody who can. Right. And that person is Daryl for, you know, for, for this example, because you just elevated your status within that organization immensely, as opposed to just walking away from the whole situation. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, everybody, uh, we've had a, a great discussion this week. You know, there's some practical stuff here and it's actually pretty simple. It's, uh, just to ask yourself the question when, you know, who's the hero in your world? Are you the hero? Or is the, is the prospect and your client a hero? And if so, you know, the conversation needs to begin around and, and be revolve around what is important to them. What are they trying to accomplish and, and what's standing in their way? 
And uh, that's what, you know, that's what begins relationships of, of trust and what puts us in the position of trusted advisor. And I think all of this is really good. I, I have a feeling we're going to have some more discussion about this in the weeks and months to come. But we want to challenge you with that, just asking that gut-level honest question. Am I the hero or is my, are my prospects the hero? Uh, we appreciate you joining us this week. We're, uh, we're so excited once again about the community that's growing around this. We love hearing from every one of you. Um, so stay focused, keep doing the hard work, be genuine, be honest, be real, and most of all, sell from the heart.